Hey everybody, welcome to Kush and Kai. I'm Kai. I'm Kush. How you doing, buddy? How you doing? I'm doing fantastic, man. How you living? Ah, oh, great. You know why? Why is that? We saw Solo from 1996. Oh, not not the new one that's coming out this week? No, the original Solo, dude. <laughs> okay, well, so... Well, I got to cut you off there. Well, <laughs> there are actually 36 titles on IMDb. We just got to hear some of these. <laughs> since 1970, just starting that either begin or only called Solo. Yeah. Um, this is a popular movie name, I know, but... In this generation, I feel like this movie... I had never heard of this movie. You introduced me to this oh, really? Mar- Mario Van Peebles starring uh, project. I had never heard of it. You had said, like, oh, yeah, Universal Soldier or Soldier, or what was the rip that it took from? All of that, plus Predator, plus oh, yeah. Terminator, plus... Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a war movie at one point. It, it's, it's a bunch of different things. A lot of, yeah, some Java's mashing here. Mix Mario Van Peebles with Adrian Brody, and it's a good time. I was won over by this film. Um, <laughs> I love they, it. I, you know, I didn't. I go went in with no expectations, and I was like, "This is a pretty standard fare." But Mario Van Peebles playing the part of, um, you know, the the robot, the data that is trying to feel the title character Solo. Yeah, is a uh, an android like creature built by the military. Uh, and actually, you know what? Let me uh, let me cue up a clip because this is uh, this is the first thing you see in the movie, and I think this All is right. a good, good place to start it. This is a uh, uh, the general that we will get acquainted with uh, describing Solo. This is the know. first minute of the movie. For, it first, yeah, it cuts in from the from the t- or from the production title. Dig all types of combat. No family. No friends. Late great Barry Corbin. <laughs> no social security number, that's important. Like a tissue, you just toss him. He's expendable. Mm-hmm. Oh, why is is he in the expendables? He is not, but he absolutely should be. Oh, he's not. This is a great on the resume. They said they're just building another one. They're Stallone, like tissue. Don't like, know you're listening to me. Why? <laughs> Mario yeah, was not in the Expendables. Put the Van Peebs man in, in the, the Expendables. In the Expendables. He, he yeah, uh, and Solo not only grew on me as like a, a fun movie, but as a weapon of war, I think it. Uh, I, I would say pretty distinguished. Like this thing is pretty badass. He, he does it all, man. He he, he knows martial arts. <laughs> he can decode email, which is called Mailnet. That's amazing. <laughs> He can he, he he can attempt to feign empathy. That's impressive <laughs> for a, for a, for a, that a learning AI that knew nothing that he can emulate things and learn to bluff is incredible. <laughs> Bluffing is a major part of this movie, and I love the fact. Just how robotic they get with it. We'll, we'll get into bluffing later. We'll get. But you know how many bodies of language uh, Solo speaks? Um, no. I don't have an exact number for you, but he's got the basic Englishes, Spanish, French, but it also includes Jamaican. <laughs> yes. Pig Latin. Yes. Oh, Pig Latin. Samoan. <laughs> Gaelic and Irish. <clears throat> and then we get into a couple other languages. There's a language called Flemish. Flemish. As that's... well as a language called Murphy. I would love and then my to... My favorite is 
Costello speaks perfect jive. <laughs> he speaks perfect jive, like he, and and trash talk like his hero, uh, Michael Jordan. <clears throat> Unfortunately, jive never comes into play here. Neither do any of these other languages aside from Spanish. Yeah. Well, at least they give us that. I mean, you know, they they could have stiffed us on that too. Um, they speak Flemish in uh, Belgium, okay. and. It would be great to see a sequel where he's invading Belgium by himself and everyone's just terrified. A long overdue sequel, yeah. Solo Part 2. Solo Part 2 <clears throat> on the loose in Belgium. Um, yeah. So we the, this movie gets underway after that first scene. Um, I can't tell if this is his first mission overall or they've been working with him in the field, but this is a for real mission that they take him on. I want to say this is his first live mission and we're... we're we are blessed with a title card that says Top Secret Eyes Only, Project Solo. We are not supposed it. to be seeing this information. No, never, no. this is supposed to be uh, purged. And the parameters are Rebel forces are nearing completion of a remote airstrip to be used to destabilize friendly regime. Oh, no. Mission, neutralize airstrip using Solo prototype. Love it. Pretty straightforward. Yeah. Um... And we this get the information they don't want you to know, Kyle. They don't want it. Listen, this is wake up, sheeple. All right. We're taking out airfields of rebels all over the world, and you're telling me that it's just friendly uh, hearts and minds policy. I say no. No. I say no. Um, but uh, Solo, we see very, very uh, in an early scene, his relationship to tarantulas comes up real quick. Solo is the perfect weapon, yet possesses the innocence of a child. So there's a tarantula crawling on him, and he's just like... Casually removes it. Well, you're like, ooh, wow. Because <laughs> Mario had to, to do that. Mario, Mr. Van Peebles yeah. had to take a tarantula off his shoulder and pretend like it was all cool, which I, I uh, respect. And, uh, yeah, he has a strong relationship to tarantulas. I would say yeah, the spider, some kind of spider demon, is a good uh, parallel for what this character is. Nice. nice. Um, he's a cool customer. And also we get um, the re- um, the military operatives sneaking up on the rebels. There is some stealthy blowgun usage. Yes, not only do, does my man use a blow dart, but he also incorporates hypodermic. In fact, it's a combination. He hypos one guy and then blow darts another person. He has a whole like pharmacy and gorilla assault belt on. Like, like Batman, he just flips it open. He's got the right... This is all before hanging <clears throat> off the side of a cliff to plant charges. He climbs straight up the cliff. And is just planting, just digging his hand into the thing and planting charges. Oh, and we also get to see that he's got the Terminator threat sweep matrix yeah. vision. And that's where the first problem comes into this because he identifies non-combatants. Mm-hmm. He, 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 they're involved Excellent. in this thing, but they're there against their will, and he immediately identifies that as part of his programming. And he starts undoing all the charges he does. That is the big distinction, is that they have given him some kind of moral compass as a weapon of war. You know who's on this mission with Solo? Who's out there? Colonel William Sadler. Ooh, the colonel. <laughs> and he doesn't like what he's seeing at all. No, he shouldn't. <laughs> he is all about this mission, and he immediately says, in order to blow the charges. Because he sees Solo is disconnecting them. He's like, nope, non-combatants, shut it down. And the he, colonel's like, fuck you! <laughs> He is the John Henry to Solo's iron-powered machine. Mm-hmm. And so he orders it to blow. And I have to say... Um, not a good plan. Not a good plan. And, and you know, they, they just assume, it's like, Solo's down, Solo's down, and the helicopter... Uh, they start to take fire, even though the airways airstrip is, is destroyed. 
rebels are firing. Uh, somebody grabs onto the helicopter. Um, and uh, what, what did you notice about the helicopter listing to one side? <laughs> Uh, that hel- uh, Solo's hanging off the buoy. And it appears that he's very heavy? Yeah, I mean, Solo's, Solo probably weighs about half the, half, a, half a car. I mean, with all the polymers and the whatnots, even then, it would be, you know, a stretch to say that he's less than, you know, like four of those Cushman parking carts. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Something he's like that. He's definitely putting the helicopter off balance, though. So, <laughs> so what does the pilot uh, instruct? His, uh, and the colonel says, "Get him in there. Get him in there. Pull him so in. They, they pull him in there. So, so two or three men pull him in. I don't know how <laughs> they do that. Yep. Two, and then the helicopter is able to lift off. There you go. And there are some other weight discrepancies that you'll point out, but that I hadn't really thought about that until replaying it. Like, oh, that yeah, they kind of tipped their hand because they made that. They showed that. Yeah. Um, so I have to say, uh, the next scene encompasses them. There's a dressing down of Adrian Brody, and the colonel and the general aren't happy that Solo is messing up their missions by not wanting to kill civilians. Adrian Brody is a college genius dropout mm-hmm. who is uh, Solo's creator. Yeah, and let everybody, everybody, for 1996, let me just paint the Brody picture for you. Uh, goatee. Jeans and the lab coat sleeves are rolled up. Exactly. <laughs> that, should, that should put you right there. <laughs> and you're smoking a cigarette. Smoking a cigarette. Um, so I have to say, like, I, I get what they couched in terms of Brody is trying to be ethical. And he thinks this will be like a more humane way of warfare because we won't lose soldiers. And then we can make it so it's more fair. You know what I mean? Hmm. Like, there's, there's some, even, um, even though the guys of military industrial warfare there's a, he's trying to, you know, at least uphold the Geneva Convention. Mm-hmm. He and, also taught Solo somehow to differentiate the right, the difference between right and wrong. Like, what, that's that's an interesting interplay, but they don't really explore that. He just sort of comes down on one side. It seems a little heavy-handed, but I have to point out that it is so, you know, Solo is so firmly in that one side because probably of, of Adrian. I have to say it is quaint to see that this would be like a subplot because now sort of the, um, the, you know, as opposed to his like, do not kill humans is like a, one of the Asimov's rules of robotics. It's adorable. But like if, if modern day, like what you would hear about an ethics chip is that it wouldn't exist. It would be like, you know, sir, um, on the last mission, I think it killed like 34 (laughs) out of six targets. And and the colonel goes like, yeah, we, I don't think we could be happier with it. That's that is amazing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like modern, it's quaint because like to me, modern military technology seems like it all hinges on like what's the biggest possible thing, and then well, let's let's rein it back a little bit. So if they were testing it, it would be more like T eight hundred level of like just storming through and killing people. <laughs> It'd be solo would be a one man wrecking crew. He would, he would. But they have given us this gentle warrior you know what i mean this this uh this uh, this more moral warrior um so that that's where they that's where they started <clears throat> not a bad start greenpeace would approve greenpeace would approve and speaking of greenpeace you maybe the rainbow warrior is chasing them nope. um because they're on a ship uh their base the, the ai base thing is on a ship huh. Did you know? okay they keep yeah. cutting to the ship um, and so they have that combo where it's like, Solo sucks, we're going to friggin' build another one. 
of course, they don't turn off his um, radar, his radio scanning abilities. He intercepts that message, um, and he hacks their email uh, through radio waves. Exactly. Uh, that is impressive. <laughs> that is a level of complexity because I don't know if they, you know, maybe he learned that too. Like he just taught himself that, so that triggers the the level one um, self self preservation, um, preserve self, and so he immediately stands up, hijacks a helicopter, and flies out of the ship. <laughs> yeah, he, he begins a ch- a chase begins after him. <laughs> William Sadler is in the helicopter, and they they shoot surface-to-air missiles at him or heat seekers or uh, he, he, he eventually escapes the army and he's taken some damage uh, by the way adrian brody before his dressing down he removed his main power chip that's true his main a power control chip there was a processy thing i don't know but yeah he, he he took it out of him and he said uh, there's there's some specific recharging rules that he he must obey so he's unlimited power the power. He and, can only recharge a couple of times. Wait, how do you, how do they real quick? How do they let us know that though that he is changing power sources <laughs> uh, during the before the dressing down? They're just joshing, joshing back and forth, and he literally removes the power chip. Oh no, no, I meant sorry. I was trying to lead you on there. Let me just dive in. Oh, dope. The straightforwardness of the top secret military computer operating system. Where <laughs> is like? Kill protocol, power management, sign off. Like it's got three options on every screen. Yes, yes. I love somebody had to, you know, pick the colors and the fonts. You know what I mean? They had to make sure it worked. It's very straightforward. Every menu is very easy to read. There's no nuance. It's all the same. Each menu brings up the same tree menu in the next one. Yeah, you've got an amazing operating system. I was I was impressed with that. Um and so uh, the general dispatches the colonel uh, to bring him on back after he escapes. Colonel fails his attempt, uh, but the helicopter is blown up. They go mm-hmm. to the ground and investigate the wreckage. Mm-hmm. And they find nothing. Oh, there's no solo. No solo. No solo. So- Solo's managed to crawl his way into an old Mayan temple. He has. Whatever, a Peruvian temple. I'm not 100% sure where they are, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, but he has uh, decided to power down, and he, uh, that's where our flashback begins. We see uh, Solo's creation. Mm-hmm. I have a um, I have a clip of uh, one of those in here. I like that. Where they, where they are picking the, uh, his what he's going to look like, his identity, his facial complexes. Indeed. All right, here we go. So he's a solo is just sort of like a robot skeleton sitting in a chair with Brody talking to him. It is really impressive for such a low budget feature. Absolutely. Um, I, for, they, they did not have a lot of money, but somebody got to play with this one. It's kind of cool. That's a neat looking puppet. Absolutely. Okay. So here we go. Oh, it's Michael Jordan on TV in a commercial. Solo's exoskeleton. He's kind of interested. Or endoskeleton. He pointed and he said, like, Mike, how much money do you think they got? Or is that just homage? It was a I don't know how this, I can't imagine Nike giving them money to put a commercial in solo. Let's just be real. It says his name. I'm going to pause it right there. Sorry. It says his name is Hal Wesley on that little screen. And that's not even Mario Van Peebles. It's just, a, it's just some other dude. So they're telling us inherently, I mean, the producers of the director, that 
they think Mario Van Peebles looks like Michael Jordan in some way. In some way. Okay. <laughs> I do need to clarify that because it's like... That's where the bald head comes from. Because the first one, first piece is, it's like, this is a very like high-end level of technology. I was expecting he's just going to look like Michael Jordan, which he does not. He does not look... A, no. His head's too big and he's not tall. Anyway, so, I, I mean, he's a beautiful man, but he doesn't <laughs> look like Michael Jordan. All right, let me just jump back in here. Okay, so he's got his face now. Mm-hmm. He's holding, having him hold an egg. Strength testing him. Ooh, pow, he popped the egg. He's like, what is he? Why are you laughing? He asked why he laughed. Laughing, man. He, he looks like Justin, Justin, Justin Timberlake also <laughs> looks like this. He, uh, sorry, Mushmouse hat, yes. Yeah, he's Mushmouse hat from the Fred Albert gang. Uh, Adrian Brody has that hat and the goatee, and he's got, um, man, uh, he's got a broy. guy. he's trapped in the mid-90s, folks. I just see it. <laughs> uh, sorry, we're jumping him. A chip. Oh, to find joke. <laughs> That's kind of deep. The eggs are a joke. <clears throat> He's he can't define a joke. <clears throat> he can't define a joke, which. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't blame him. He's probably did not study. Well, you know, comedy subjective. It, it's, it's hard uh, when you've got no, no starting or reference point, or you never grew up and found farts funny. You know what I mean? There's no, there's no, there's no middle ground there. <clears throat> okay, so this is he has these flashbacks while he's in the recharge mode, um, and here it, it's a very specific set of circumstances. But a, a small uh, boy from a local village. Uh, comes across him. We, the, his, we find out his name is Miguel, and Miguel is searching for a handgun that he has hidden in this temple. A handgun, everyone. That he does, he's, it's there. He finds a handgun. It's a, it's a small guy. revolver, you know, <laughs> not a nose, but it's very shiny for being trapped in dirt. For- I would imagine he comes and polishes it every day. <laughs> probably, probably. Um, but he finds Solo, and he's like, whoa, what is this? <clears throat> uh... And I forget how, but he gets close enough and a Viper, which Solo actually had identified when he went in there the first time, that we get some cool, more cool Terminator um, uh, Viz ID action. He identifies a uh, Viper. The Forest Viper, I think it was called. No, it was was Forest Rattlesnake, but it was said Viper underneath it. (laughs) It was very specific. It was. Um, Buffalo immediately comes out of his powers down his sleep mode and he, he catches the viper and he yeah. saves young Miguel. Yeah, he saves, uh, he saves young Miguel. Miguel's played by uh, an actor named Abraham Verduzzo. Oh, good times. I'm mispronouncing his name, but he was the small Hispanic kid in the early 90s. He, and he was, he was, he was, uh, he did a fine job on this, but I have to say, all of the villagers I really liked. <laughs> I felt I, I for for villager level acting, it surpassed many of the uh, American counterparts I've seen play that. Your favorite villager? <laughs> yeah, probably probably the lead guy that they made talk to him the most. Okay, okay. he was good. 
I personally like Abuelita. She, she's got an attitude and okay. mushrooms. Okay, Abuelita, uh, she, uh, I have a clip of her later oh, when wonderful. she's telling, yeah, well, we'll get to that, but Abuelita, she is fantastic. Excellent. <laughs> oh, I'm so happy. Okay, so uh, then what happens is the kid leads the whole village up, and he's like, there's a, there's a man, one of the soldiers, one of the soldiers, he's up he's in the cave. He's yeah. an American, and the villagers are all, you know, they're curious because the rebels are all effed off and people are shooting at them. Anyway, so they're concerned. <clears throat> so they go up there and they find Solo, who is powered down, and he, doesn't, sleep mode. he doesn't have any blood or, or a heartbeat or anything. So they're like, oh, the snake must have got him. And they start looping in the... They do a bunch of references to the local... Um, spiritual practices and sort of history of the legends. Um, they have a debate because they're yeah. <clears throat> currently they're supposed to be rebuilding the runway that the Americans uh, and Colonel Will Sadler. Oh, are. I forgot to say that there are, the rebel guy executes a lady, just ca- caps a lady when the guy says it will take too long. That was no good. Yeah, there was that was a crazy uh, estimate bid. He's like, we can't get this thing done before three weeks. We're, we're just farmers. We don't know anything about construction. And he kills someone. And, and then he's like, he's like, two weeks, and he kills another person. And he's like, all right, we'll get it done in like ten days or less. But come on, man, you, you now you're wasting resources. Exactly. Um, so they and find it, and they're debating like we should just leave him here. But they're like, no, we, we let's give him a proper burial because he saved the boy. He saved the boy. He clearly got bit by, by the viper. They don't know he's a robot. And yeah. that's <laughs> a humane thing. And nine of them drag his, his chassis back to the village. That's true. They don't, nobody, nobody remarks that it's like, why does he weigh like a, like a Greek column? You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's an effort to, get to, the, to move him. And they get him up there and they're performing, oh, they're very nice, you know, the, the passing into the next realm ceremony. They got the they got the flowers, they put some face paint on them, they get some folks, and he, they leave him uh, lying in state. These are good people. The, this is, this is I mean, you can't hope for more if you just sort of perish in a cave and want people to take care, you know, treat, like, this is, this is the, the Cadillac of um, corpse experiences, I have to say here. That's nice, good reference. Um, <laughs> so while he's lying, lying in state, uh, the rebels come back. <clears throat> they come back early, and they're like, What's, where's our runway? Yeah, what's up? We're gonna kill some. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna take some more folks out, and then they see um, Solo. And they're like, "Oh, it's the American." They're like, "He's dead. He's dead." And one of the rebels is like, "Oh yeah," and he lifts his gun up to make. He's like, "Then he's not gonna he's not gonna feel this," and he goes to shoot Solo. Uh, and then Solo's emergency mode pops out, pops up, uh, and he has to regulate. <laughs> <laughs> He he's he's breaking guns. He's smashing rebel. There's punches that like they go down. Everybody, it's not even a contest. It's not even quick. They are literally like using AK-47s, shooting at him at close range. Yeah, not even. I don't even think it's really messing up his clothing. But as explained in one of the flashbacks, his chassis can take small arms arms fire. And I, he has the added benefit of terrifying people because it, it appears that he has just come back to life and he's just <laughs> murdering your friends. So that, that would make me just drop. I would just run. You know what I mean? Like if I saw that, mm. and if they're, they're rebels of the same country and the villagers are already kind of on edge, you know what I mean, spirit-wise? Like I, I would just quit. I would just tear off all the fatigues 
and I'd rip the patch off the thing and shave the mustache. I'd be like, I don't know. I just, I just farm yucca here in the, in the wood. I don't know what you're talking. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, that, would, that would terrify me. Um, so he goes back into power safe mode because that was a big expenditure of regulation energy, <laughs> killing rebels. Um, needless to say, the villagers were surprised. Uh, so they think he's a demon. And but they're also grateful that he's yes, like, yeah. So they're, oh, they're conflicted. I like that too. They do struck a good. They do maintain that good balance of like, well, thanks, but you're terrifying. <laughs> 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 you could be a demon. You're killing people. This is a hard. This is a hard fix. So they don't know what to do. So, but they do bring him back to the village. Uh, but they try and chain him down. They're like, well, it's a compromise. Yeah, we'll keep an eye on him. And that does no good. He just wakes. He up just pops up. Like, like. They're made of rolled cotton candy. He just sort of like just <laughs> pulls them apart, like like uh, yeah, like pull apart bread. Um, and then there's a very this director. I don't know who this director was, but there are some small moments in this thing that are just touching. This is director Noberto Barba's movie. You know, he he hasn't done too many movies before this, but he's done a body of television after this. So he's got about forty titles under his belt, uh, IMDb wise. Um, he does a great job, and just with this scene with the television, the ba- the the ups and downs of the yeah. villagers. So the villagers are watching this old black and white TV that has bad reception. They're trying to watch Metropolis, aren't it's they? Metrop- I think it's Metropolis. I didn't I didn't get a good beat on it, um, or I didn't look it up. Metropolis or the the, the, the last days of Earth or or whatever. Sorry. So uh, TV black and white, kind of hard to see. And so then he comes in, and it's already scary because they thought they they chained him to a table. <laughs> so that's terrifying. So there's a hush. They go, <gasps> and then <laughs> unexpectedly he reaches into the television, tweaks something, and it it is fixed. Crystal clear. <laughs> Crystal clear. All the villagers clap. They're happy. There's <laughs> an applause. He gets an applause, and then he does it just a little too much harder to the left and kills the TV. What? Well, he he took he put his hand he looks around, then puts his hand back in and then tears something out of the TV. Oh, so I think he fixes it, looks back in and pulls out a component that uh, he would go repair himself with. Actually, hmm. um, they're all so disappointed by this action. By the way, <laughs> indeed, indeed, <laughs> um, they 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 were excited. Huh. Um, so I got a clip here actually about uh, him they approach him after he has stolen this compartment or this, uh, oh actually I, I missed the first part of the clip where he makes an exchange with them for oh no this is that part I'm sorry I'm just blabbering I'm going to cut this part out you'll never hear this alright here's the clip you probably will All right, so he's got the generator, the two, you can hear the two-stroke generator going, and he is jimmying at those capacitors. I hope he knows what he's doing. He looks like an airbender, by the way. (laughs) Are there more like you back in America, asked the kid? No. To Solo's knowledge, he is the only one. Will it be just like you? Oh, his builders are not happy. They speak impeccable English. 
Well, he's he's it's a, it's automatic translation. Oh, is it? Yeah, so they, they were speaking Spanish originally. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. He, he babel fished it, so now they're, they're, everyone's speaking Spanish, but for our benefit, they're speaking English. Oh, we got sparks flying out of the gash here. You'll probably have electricity. I wish I had to defend yourselves. <laughs> this will be mutually beneficial. I like how straight up he is about it. Like, we're making a trade. I like that. Be straight up, everybody. In exchange, to teach the villagers how to fight and defend themselves. They're going to give him his generator. <laughs> he use the generator. That is hilarious. He needs his juice, everybody. But they they both learn each learn something from each other. So obviously, Solo teaches the villagers how to set up booby traps and how to defend themselves and combat wise and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. The villagers they teach him how to laugh. Yeah, how to laugh. They also teach him bluffing. They te- well, first, um, they teach him about family. family. Now, there's two boys, right? Was it, what's the uh, Francisco, right? And his brother, was it Ma- yeah. Miguel? Miguel um, saves his brother because the villagers are setting up a swinging trunk trap. Is there a shorter name for that? So, you know what I'm talking I know, about. I know what you're talking about. Straight is out it, of Endor. It is a tree trunk that is just on cables that has a tripwire that will fuck you up. <laughs> um <laughs> And the boys almost get hit by it, and he, Miguel tosses his brother out of the way and holds him down. And the uh, it's about to come back and hit him when Solo just grabs it and throws it aside like Solo a ragdoll. Just stops it like a beach ball. <laughs> just just, just yeah. tosses it away like nothing, like no, like he could palm it almost. <laughs> and Solo's confused. And these are the good moments in the movie. I mean, they play them so uh, they play them well. They played out well. He's all uh, like, "Why did you risk your life?" And the boy goes, "Francisco is my brother." He's my family. Family? Um, and he go, yeah, what, what is family? I wanted to ask what is family, but he, he did get it, <laughs> um, I think. You know, because they program in family. He knows what that, you know, a father. A mother, those are important. Imagine if he has to go into assassin mode. He has to recognize those in the wild. Like, that is his father. I will follow him back to their house and strangle them in the dark. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That that level of programming, um, but then we do get the um, uh, the bluff scene. A boy falls down and pretends to be hurt to get pity. They are playing Peruvian basketball or whatever it is, but it involves a ball and a hoop. And uh, he he fangs a sprained ankle. And yeah, comes to his rescue, and Solo's concerned by this. He he rushes to his aid, but all of a sudden Miguel gets up, pops up the ball, and makes a slam dunk. There you go. Um, I forget. They do cut away here to something happening on the ship. Um, I think that it is Brody realizing that he has been fired. (laughs) (laughs) He tries to, they don't even, you know, they're such dicks. Like they could just say like, Hey buddy, this isn't working out, but no, they just go ahead and deactivate his access card and start confiscating his lab. They start shutting him down real quick. However, they're not afraid to send him out to, uh, out to the jungle when a time comes like a bag of meat <laughs> to lure, to lure a T-Rex. Um, anywho, uh, back in the village, Solo is also getting accustomed to different, different pieces of life. Um, he comes across some villagers playing cards. <laughs> they're, they're playing poker with some nudie cards. The nudie cards. And they're laughing and they hand Solo one and he just doesn't know what to think. Uh, but then he, this is such a, it's a cute scene 
where he goes and tries to emulate holding a cigar. So he finds a stick that's the right size and takes a few tries on how to hold it. And then... <laughs> I wonder if he found a discarded cigar. Mm-hmm. However, yeah. The, the, uh, I, oh, I thought it was just a black. stick. I think it was just a discarded cigar. Uh, and then he, his imitation of laughter is terrifying. Here it is. Here it is. I'm queuing it up. Here we go. Okay, so, yeah, he's, he's holding... He's, He's, he's holding the cigar. He's thinking about it. Uh, and then we get... Uh, oh, wait. I'm oh, sorry. Here. Back at the beginning of the clip. He's looking at the card. Not a oh, bad yeah. looking eight of spades. There we go. Eight of diamonds. They're laughing. And they're laughing harder because he's just... What am he I doesn't thinking? understand it. It's like, it's like they've traumatized an adolescent boy. <laughs> and he just walks Let's away. See. Walks away. They think he's probably embarrassed, maybe. But yeah, they don't. Yeah. So he's looking around. Wait. So then, where where does this cigar idea come from? They were smoking. Someone was smoking a cigar in that group. I think so. I didn't see him with a cigar back there. Well, but the other folk, there's been some smoking up now. They. Yeah. That's a stick. You can hear it. That's the foley. Okay. The, the foley added a little cup when his teeth hit it. Okay. I don't know. No, no, you're right. Here it is, here it is. He's I, laughing. It sounds like a digital a digital goose. Yeah, it's like a digital goose. And it's terrifying the local birds <laughs> population. It cannot be good for their migratory habits. Oh, <laughs> I mean that is that is sad in a way, because they didn't they never they programmed him like six hundred ways to kill, but they didn't give him one way to laugh. No. <laughs> There it is. <laughs> I, I mean, I want to say I'm disappointed he didn't learn to love, but to an extent, he he did learn to love. Like, oh, speaking of which, that that takes us to our scene where this needed to be different. Um, a lady, a daughter of one of the, and, uh, yeah. a comely lass of the village, um, shows him the chamber of warriors beneath the village, um, and she tells him that they're abandoned chambers now because they have no warriors. They're all farmers. But luckily, he is there to to protect them, and she they've given her they've given her two other scenes besides this where she is making eyes at the like he large pectoral he wants her. like she is just like ooh when he's changing his shirt and stuff and he has no idea why didn't they give us why didn't they throw a little scene in here like or at least where she but just give him a kiss just a kiss that's all that, wouldn't that have worked. Based on future scenes coming up, I believe that there are deleted scenes that we're not privy to, such as what you're talking about. Because yes, yeah, she, she was down for some solo. The, that would have been great. Agella, played by Sydney Lopez, uh, and, and she, uh, yeah, she, she's great in her scenes. I wanted her to like. That would have been such a, a thing. Imagine like the after part where they have the L sheet somehow in a Mayan cave. Mm-hmm. Um, and she leans over and is like playing with his scalp and he's just lying there like blank eyed. And she's like, te- she's like, he goes like, well, what was that? And she's trying to teach him something. Anyway, yeah, it's I just, mean, <laughs> when I gather, she still doesn't gather what a robot is. No, that doesn't matter. He's, he's, I mean, he's a, 
a muscular like there's a six pack warrior. that caramel skin oh my god like look at him he looks great <laughs> he looks great in his underwear okay like that's why he made this movie right <laughs> anyway wear any underwear because he goes commando that oh 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 my god i think i was gonna wake up and laugh at that jesus sorry um <laughs> okay so the next clip we have um, is them in the cave? Her this? The, sorry, you just said a name. They're in the cave, and she no. he's describing some of his uh, some of his anatomy. Okay. So here they are. <laughs> his commando. <laughs> he's most likely not wearing underwear. No, never. He's never worn underwear. <laughs> Except in underwear commercials. She compliments his mind. He's explaining that they're hieroglyphs. Or my brain is not in my head. My brain is here. My brain this is, is what makes me me. Oh, she's... She's a gas. She's a she, got, she got her... Yeah, he, she, he put her hand on his chest and she's like... Whoa, she's melting. Ah, hearts are for living creatures. I mean, I just exist. Powerful. And look, they do shut down that storyline, but I would because. But I mean, yeah, that's that's where to put it. Even if it's an empty kiss, where he's like, "Why did you do that?" And she goes, "I don't know." (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Anyway, I have a feeling there's a couple of scenes that were deleted from this movie. Is there's a line later, and I I hate to spoil it. 35 minutes into the show, but he he gets the drop on on the main villain, and his, his tagline is "Psych." Yeah, that, that, yeah. That doesn't come up ever in this movie before that. Scene. No, <laughs> no, they. I'm not. not even sure how Miguel, who was absolutely the one who taught it to him, unless it was no, it was Adrian Brody who taught that line to him. Indeed, uh, um, but that's been cut. Those these have been cut. There there are some some things and setups. For the most part, it it, it uh, moves along, but. I'm sure Cello and Agella shared a kiss, and he like knows. Yeah, yeah. They they let us. They let him go Tin Man on it, and I would I would have liked that. Okay, so uh, they had shown before. All of these human moments are underscored by their training. They're there. They're setting up traps. They're running drills. Finally, a montage too. Yeah, finally the day comes, and it highlights some of his. He's got a ton of powers, and we probably have skipped over a bunch of them. But um, one of them that is super keen is he has um, good-ass hearing. This guy. <laughs> yeah, he can hear a w- very far. He can hear some leaves rustling at like 400 yards and be like, get in your cars. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's there. Uh, so they get in position. So they do. And so the Rebels are in two, two Jeeps, I think. Uh, two trucks. Two trucks coming up the road. Uh, and just like that, Two uh, log traps and then some log rolls down the hill disable the vehicles, and it's a rain of incendiary arrows. They're shooting arrows at them. They're they're chucking spears, small rocks, anything that they can use as a projectile. They're They're being the rebels with. They're being fierce, and And they're winning. It's they have to be because they are the rebels are firing back. They have assault rifles, and they're like to play and he again decimates everybody just regulating just people getting their asses kicked 
Um, and they do set this up, but I, I, I think I talked to you about this before, but I have to note it again. Solo builds the best trap I have seen for like a, in a movie, which is it's an exploding barrel oh, yeah. that has arrow shrapnel. Yes. So it explodes and sends arrows outward. Um, <laughs> Imagine a, uh, um, a giant macaroni uh, sphere. Mm-hmm. Uh, macaroni sphere. Yeah, I, I've already messed this up. A basketball, maybe? <laughs> Not a basketball, but just a okay. container. It's a, a pony keg. A pony keg. Pony keg. Perfect. Mm-hmm. You've got spikes sticking out of it. Yeah. The center is filled with gunpowder. The gunpowder uh-huh. ignites. All the spears shoot up. It's pretty ingenious. And he deploys it. So he, <laughs> like, some rebels died some bad deaths in this one. Um, because <laughs> yeah, they almost spears in their face, spears in their face into the pancreas. And he's got probably again another like real good one two combo I've seen in any movies. He's got the exploding pony keg, and then if that doesn't take him out, he'll finish him with his 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 this is his finishing move. Uh, he will throw an entire log at you, <laughs> just <laughs> lift it, deadlift it over his head, and it will take out like six of you at a time. That is devastating. Okay. If you, <laughs> that is devastating, <laughs> it's super effective. Um, a great scene too. So they get driven off. Um, I would run if I saw that dude again. I would just fucking run. The rebels are defeated. They're, they 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 retreat. Full route. It's just route on your screen. Like if you're playing a little war game, route. You have lost. Run. They're happy. They they're partying into the night. They're celebrating. It is. It is over. That is when the colonel is hot on the trail, uh, and he sees that there was a battle there. And their lead operative uh, that's leading the small paramilitary force to go bring back Solo says, all right, Solo went this way, back on up to the village. And the colonel goes, no, no, we're going this way. And he has some friction with the, the, the guide soldier. He goes, no, we're going this way. Solo's gone this way. And the colonel says, the directive 1138 has been overridden. I, um, I don't know exactly what that means. This is a weird scene. So... The gen- General Barry Corbin sends Colonel William Sadler and his team back in, but he adds an extra teammate that he's never worked with before, and that's Sergeant Lorenzo. That's who you're talking about. Exactly. Much like in Die Hard 2, their radio man was new. There you go. There you go. Well, Sergeant <clears throat> Lorenzo, he's a tracker, and so exactly. he, he's sensing Solo is to the left. However, the colonel is leading everybody to the right, and the colonel's got his own plan. We'll, we'll find that out later here, but Sergeant Sar- 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 is thrown off, but he... He's following orders, so he, he accompanies the colonel, uh, and the, that was the wrong move, unfortunately. Yeah. We, yeah. Are, we are treated later to uh, a, a face chat message uh, between the colonel and the <laughs> and the colonel is displaying the entire village is on fire. Hey, General, are you up? <laughs> <laughs> Solo doing some shit. Can you talk? <laughs> Um, exactly so the colonel fakes that solo went nuts killed everybody in this other village this confused the shit out of me this village that he burned down is not the village that solo has been making and being in as far as i know the colonel actually created that entire village just to burn it down those are the resources they're dealing with but for, for simplicity reasons he probably just burned it in a village and he got a guy to say on camera, so Ameri- Ameri- Negro Americano soldier, um, he, Muerto, Muerto. Uh, and then after the recording, he kills that guy. 
And then we also see the tracker guy dead. <laughs> well, poor Sergeant Lorenzo. Somehow uh, you were fourth build on IMDb, and you were one of the first ones killed. One of the, just, yeah. And, and not even, like, yeah, in a big way. You probably just got shot in the back of the head <laughs> while you're eating a sandwich. Um, and so the villagers ask Solo if he wants to stay permanently, because now they think the danger is done, like the rebels aren't going to come back. Yeah. They think he's he's going to be their protection. They bring him all the electronics that they got and a few more from some neighboring villages. That was so sweet. They're like, look, I don't... Here, here's a... This is a ticket stamper thing. Here's a little Atari handheld. Like, I don't... <laughs> just, a record player. Like, yeah. It's a broken clock radio. Yeah. It's a Walkman. Come on, please. They like him, which is very sweet. Um... He go. Uh, I forget what he says. It's not non-committal. But they walk out of where he's staying at the church, and there's three bodies hanging on the church. Oh. <clears throat> um. Yeah. Well, they 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 understand now that the rebels aren't going away, or somebody's mad. But remember that there were three bodies hanging outside the church. That's right. The cur- cur- Colonel William Sadler uh, murdered a couple folks, as he does. As a as a warning or a threat, and he's trying to drive Solo uh, away from the town. Ta- he's trying to isolate him, right. um, and so the town, the town, um, all the wise wise folks assemble. There's the uh, abuelita. There's the preacher. There's the um, there's the mayor. So they all get down and they're chatting. It's like I don't know. Solo, should- a, yeah, many make a good case for Solo, but ultimately they're like, you got to go, dude. You should probably go, and they don't even need to tell him because he is eavesdropping. Yeah, and he agrees. He's like, "Yeah, you, you guys are only in danger if I'm here." So, he, as he's about to leave, Miguel and the Aguila, they 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 try to convince him one more time. They plead with him, like, "Don't go." You know, Aguila even like calls them cowards, and he's like, "No, the, the, these people aren't warriors. They're they're not soldiers. They're just farmers." Yeah. So it's best if I leave. <clears throat> so he departs. And um, he is, well, I, I mean, they sort of set a trap for him. They know how he's thinking. But through a series of him going into the woods, he's lured into finding um, what the, uh, the, the trap the colonel has laid. And the trap is uh, Adrian Brody. Hogtied in a tent. <laughs> he's had the shit kicked out of him. He thinks he begged to come into the jungle. He thought he was going to help Solo. He thought he was going to help Solo. He thought oh, wait. they were trying to help Solo. It actually, to get to where Adrian Brody is, um, there's a huge gorge with That's a waterfall. Right. So what Solo has to <laughs> what Solo has to do, and he has this specialty knife that has these two little like um, hilt fold out things. It's a big like, knife with, with just a just a sound effect. Is that like an eight inch blade? Like it's 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 seven inch. It's like it's pretty. You know, it's 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 a good size. Good anyway. Time. And it's, it's wide, too. It's girthy. Um, he throws this thing, like, he ties a rope to it, like a grapple, and he throws it two football fields <laughs> across the gorge. And into it's a rock. Into a rock hard enough for him to hand-over-hand climb the, the valley across. Now, um, where did he get the rope? Did that come out of his boot? Because I, I, I literally watched this 20 minutes before we started recording. I feel like that came out of his boot. I don't know if it did. I thought, I'm okay with thinking that he just had a length of rope kind of with him. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, he's just prepared. This is one of those, I may need a rope. My frame may need help getting up and down a cliff. 
he's um, in a crouched position and he is just just like dum 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 dum. Yes. So we immediately get to see the sophistication of traps that secret government in our secret government programs have. We saw guerrilla warfare style while he's wounded. Solo was able to take out like twenty four. You know what I mean? Like he 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 got it together. He, he worked the the locals. The colonel sets a trap for him, and so what do they do? They put um, they put aluminum blankets over the soldiers to hide their heat signature, so so uh, Solo can't see him coming. They're all set. Brody's Brody's hogtied in the tent. Um, he's 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 muzzled, and he goes into the tent. And um, that's when the colonel shouts, like, yeah! What does he say? There's a line. Uh, he probably just says, get him. <laughs> Cook him! Um, and so they hit the tent with a flamethrower, but Solo, who, you know, he's six million dollar man's out of there. Like he... Actually... Superhuman strength and superhuman speed. He picks Brody up and is immediately quicksilvering his way back down the hill, and they're shooting at him, but it's like not even... You know what I mean? That was a terrible trap. That was awful. It was a terrible trap, and Solo should have saw it coming either way. Like, and and also too, what did I? I think I texted you this where it was like that trap should have just been Brody, a trigger, and a lot of C four. <laughs> <laughs> that is how you deal with that. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> well, that, that's just the the government's underestimation of Solo. And exactly. Brody's uh, uh, mind. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, so he's he's out of there. I gotta add some six million dollar man sound effects to these clips. Um, because this next one is oh, probably the best stunt in the thing. Now he's he's carrying Adrian Brody through the through the jungle with ease. He's just over his shoulder, gliding until they get to the ravine, to and the, then he jumps. Well, no, he gets to the zip line that he had, yeah. he had thrown. He barehand zip lines back across the two football fields. And his hand does not catch fire from a rope burn. There's no smoke. I mean, this, I, I understand his polymers allow him to evade. Uh, that was amazing. But, but yeah, there's no smoke. There's no like. You know, you know how Adam Carolla talks about the biggest thing in action movies grip. that the hero needs grip, gription. Mm. This this takes it to a new level. <laughs> you know what I mean, because the like you've had rope burns, obviously, yes. Yeah. Yes. Burns are like some of the least fun things. Uh, like that, that, those are, I would put it above paper cut in some, in, in most instances of like, I would, I'd rather take a smaller paper cut. Hmm. He is moving. Uh, he's cooking on this thing. He's going like 20 miles an hour. <laughs> he's got a good angle. He's not like, there's no, there's no delay. There's no hitch. He doesn't have to like, uh, eke himself forward. It's just straight down. Sliding. Like he had a handful of Crisco. This line. Um, oh, and I'm sorry, we forgot to mention a key part, which was very sweet, which is like creator father, even though he was misled and died. Um, Adrian Brody does not survive this ordeal, but leads to death ultimately. But he brought him the power control unit. Brought him the replay. He, he probably knew he was going to die. So he sacrificed himself to save his creation. Yeah. And so a little comments on that. It's like, why? Why would you do that? Why would you break the directive? Uh, so 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 and so. Self preserve self. You broke it. Why? Uh, and he's like, hey, you know, I gotta get this too. And Solo laughs, and he's like, oh shit, you just made a joke, Solo. Yeah, I would have liked a little bit of just a, just one or two lines of existential panic about like, don't 
cease die. You know what I mean? <laughs> Prepare yourself. Well, some, you know, something like that. Like where it's just to show that he is learning. Like, oh no, I need this person. He has done good things. You know, to depend, to understand family. Anyway, mm-hmm. that would have been a good, good one, happy. And there, these may exist too. This was trimmed down to efficient. Like it's like ninety. It's pretty close to ninety. Yeah, it's, it's right on there. Yeah, this is a good length of movie for us. I, I appreciate that too because there's probably a lot more. But not, guys, if you hit ninety four, yeah, it's ninety, and then credits are rolling, and you did it. You're golden. That's yeah. great. Um, so then this part is a little murky, but the rebels find the soldiers, but then the soldiers convince the rebels to work with them to kill Solo. Yes, they have a common enemy, Solo. They want to kill him. They want to kill him. Then they team up. And as they're talking about how they hate him so much, he is burying his father creator in the in the um, the Mayan temple where he was, and he is doing the rituals as he was as he learned them from the from the people, which is so sweet. <laughs> oh my god. Um, anyway. <laughs> So uh, they team up with the rebels to stop Solo. Um, they take the village hostage, and they say they're going to kill one an hour uh, until Solo shows up. Little Miguel evades them somehow. He sneaks into the temple and finds Solo burying Adrian Brody. But yeah. Miguel was there just to find that snub-nosed revolver. Exactly. Uh, he was just there to, to, to get the dealie, and he, he lets them know that, uh, that shit is going to go down. And uh, I will play this next clip because it is um, that yeah that's right where they that is right where they they meet up and then it dovetails into Abuelita's fantastic um, performance in this in this home stretch here. All right, so here we go. Mm-hmm. Them in the cave. Miguel finds him. Override primary objective. He's put his power unit back in. You fools! The Yakayo will kill you. <laughs> The worms will feast on your testicles. <laughs> it's an Indian blessing. That mm, I I do like her. I mean that at those tales. It's just it's right in there. And then the scene right after that that I don't capture is a soldier um, leaning over a uh, a well hmm. and. Solo coming up out of the water like a demon <laughs> and pulling him in, and the soldier is gone, and you're like, <gasps> that that captured that so well. That was fantastic. He definitely has the best uh, ascension from a river scene ever. Better that was great. Or he's better, better than anyone. Total still, and then just like, oh no, he has become the demon to protect his people. <laughs> <laughs> he he is ascending. Um, so they know Solo. Uh, is there because he's just killing people now he's he's unhinged he's just destroying rebels uh then he gets lured into the church but this was part of the plan because they go in down into the the catacombs the crypt of the heroes remember what i'm talking about here yes Uh, they go down into the crypt and they seal the thing over and so the rebels think that they are um uh are in there still and so they blow it up and the rebels are horrified because the, some of their own men are in there, and they see that the bloodthirsty colonel is a bad man. <laughs> and it's too late because then he just murders them both. He murders. He murders them too. It was a bad deal. And so it's it's. Uh, we'll get into it in just a sec as to why this is going on. But um, it's up to this point that the the hatred that the colonel has, the tactics that he has used, and the drive that he is 
accessing to do this. I, I had to say, it, it's like if we had found out that Solo slept with the colonel's wife, <laughs> this would make a lot of sense. The, the colonel has had it out for him ever since Solo's inception. The first couple seconds of screen time, fucking hate Solo. Yeah. And we're like, why? And they do pay that off. Um, we will... Um, we will... Uh, we'll, I think it now's the time. The, um, the other guy is a robot. We haven't made it there yet. We haven't made it there yet? We haven't made it there yet. I thought it's we were a, right there. face-off between Colonel Sadler and Solo, and Solo just dispatches him early and gives him a backbreaker to the knee. That was he so he banes him. He banes him. He, he bane kills him. him on the floor of Peru. Uh-huh. And he walks off into the jungle and we think he's dead but he's really just paralyzed and that's when another helicopter comes down and sure enough it is another solo is solo 2.0 new and improved solo indeed that looks exactly like william sadler again mm-hmm. and uh, he comes across colonel sadler's body they have some dialogue and the point is colonel sadler goes what would it matter if i'm still alive and the robot goes it doesn't and murders him murders murders by the way he has a fantastic murder weapon on his left arm yeah He's got this cannon. It, it, uh, he's got rocket. He's got gun. Gun arm. <laughs> yeah, he's got a gun arm. I think that's a good. And, and this is where I mean, talking about like, I think we need to increase his kill power. It's like battle there. <laughs> I don't know. Personally, this is where the movie I think kind of gets in a world where we're talking about a, a cybernetic organism and Adrian Brody and a goatee. This is the most ridiculous thing in this movie here. Well, because the Romo Colonel is kicking Solo's ass and he's throwing rocks and columns. Uh, columns Ionian and non-Ionian columns at him. Yes. Um, they get um, the kid gets some good shof- shots off at the Colonel, but the quick silver speed gets the kid in a chokehold. Um, Solo, who is trapped by one of the columns, gets free, tackles the cur, Colonel to free the boy. Um, but yeah, I mean, they they take out the, the Temple of Warriors, uh, like Samson. They, they, they take it down. The super soldier robots, I think it was the Samson reference. They, they knock down the columns, bring down the temple uh, on their heads. There was definitely a Samson reference, but not before we, we get introduced to uh, Solo, Solo outwits Solo 2.0. Yes, and this is, he, he he thinks he's got him beat, uh, but it turns out that Solo has just been bluffing the entire time. Indeed, he, he yeah. ends up shoving a projectile into a Solo 2.0 Solo Sadler. Solo Sadler that that explodes his side, and he's like, "What? You you were malfunctioning. You were defective. You you were dead." And he's like, "Yeah, psych." Exactly is his exact words. Which was year ninety six? That was year appropriate. Sounds right. Sounds yeah. right. But he, he he immediately goes into this whole thing. I was bluffing. And <laughs> immediately confused. Solo Sadler like bluffing. Bluffing does not compute. <laughs> what what is bluffing? And they, anyway, that's when the columns come down, and ultimately Solo Sadler dies. We think we also think Solo himself is dead, and Miguel runs back to the village. And that's when we hear Solo's demonic laugh. Roll credits. He learns to he learns to laugh, and Miguel smiles. Somebody says, "Was it the general two billion dollars down the crapper?" 
$2 billion down the crack room. That's I would, general, general I would argue, I would argue no, because you just build Sadler 2.0. Wait, and also, was the first Sadler, the first Sadler had to be a robot, right? Or no? The first Sadler is just a man. The second Sadler sh- is definitely a robot. Oh, well, yes, yes. He, he paralyzed him with a backbreaker. But he could have snapped his power core thing. Wait a minute. Why does the Colonel, why did the Colonel hate him so much then? If he's a robot thinking that Solo replaced me, I'm mad. That makes sense. But just as the dude, like what? I I I, I agree with you 100. percent There there was no explanation for why that, this new version of Solo looks like William Sadler. It just he must uh, have been a different line. Anyway, that that is the one plot part where I'm like, what? I was a little confused. The rest of it, I enjoyed this movie. Um, a thousand percent. I thought Sergeant Lorenzo, who gets murdered uh, earlier, I thought he was going to be Solo 2.0. Ah, uh, yeah. Just that would have been good. Um, I'm glad they did bring that. I did, I'm glad they did, because they set up, like, there's another one out there um, that it comes, comes at the end. That was good. They do a good job of paying things off in this movie. There's a lot of small moments. I would recommend this movie to people. Oh, I absolutely recommend this movie as well. This is a good time. It's highly underrated. Uh, this thing came and went. It was in the theaters for two weeks back in 1996. Mm-hmm. Uh, audience, uh, Rotten Tomatoes score, 6%. Really? 6% on the Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, the audience gives that's it a cr- five. That's criminal on both counts. <laughs> this is a fine I, movie, everybody. What's wrong with this movie? I agree with you. Uh, IMDb 3.9. This uh, may already deserve more than whatever the um, <laughs> whatever the Star Wars solo movie is going to get. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Box everybody. Office Mojo reports its opening weekend came in at uh, number nine with $2.2 million. That's actually not bad for getting 6%. <laughs> yeah. Uh, total domestic run, uh, $5.1 million. Oof. Oh, that's... That's hard. Again, it was there for two weeks and it was gone. Two weeks. Oh, man. Oh, well. What are you going to do? Wait, let me cheer myself up. Let me look at the IMDb score here. What's the IMDb score? That weekend. uh, 3.9. Oh, my God. Nobody liked this thing. Nobody liked this thing. You know what? It came out the same weekend. What's that? The Island of Dr. Moreau. Oh. And a very Brady sequel. Wow. You that mm, you that is some range right there. <laughs> Island of Doctor Moreau and a very Brady sequel. Doctor Moreau came in number one that weekend with nine point one million. Uh, number two was Tin Cup in its second weekend. That's a Kevin Costner movie about golfing. Uh, wow. Brady sequel number three, the uh, Steven Seagal movie, A Time to Kill. No, that's a. <laughs> that's, a, that's a John Grisham movie. It's a, yeah, the Grishamy trial one. Six point one million, and then Robin Williams' Jack uh, came in at five point seven. Oh, Independence Jack. Day at number six. Wow. Followed by the fan at number seven. Wait, how many weeks had Independence Day been open at that point? Eight. Eight weeks. Okay, that's well, pretty good. Yeah. I I remember seeing Independence Day at the Coronet. That was delightful. Nice, nice. And the sound was bad then, and it still is now. <laughs> yeah. Good stuff. All right, everybody. Uh, visit us. Uh, follow um, at Kush and Kai 
uh, on Twitter. Because <clears throat> you uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Tell your friends to like us. Follow. Check check out uh, Cush's uh, movie reviews and um, movie pass adventures on cushingkai.com. Updated all the time. Um, as best we can. As best we can. Awesome. Well, that's uh, that's it for me. How about you, buddy? That's about it for me as well. Awesome. All right. Well, thanks for joining us this time. That was Solo, 1996, Mario Van Peebles. We both recommend. Uh, rock on, Kush. Rock on, Kai. Hugs. Woo!